This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of class four and lower have been authorized for Welcome into a toast to film, everybody. I'm one of your hosts, Trey. And I'm Minister Ebo. <laughs> Guys, happy 4th, everybody. Happy 4th of July. Even if you're not in the States, it's like President Whitmore said in Independence Day. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day for all mankind. Exactly. We're all, we're all here for, for one purpose, but... Um, but guys, we got a banging episode for y'all. Like Eddie said, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get cracking this episode. We're cracking beers, we're cracking mm-hmm. movies, hot dogs, everything on the grill. So uh, we want to bring you some good entertainment. Well, you know, Trey, today since it's Fourth of July, we want to record a short little episode. But you know, after you've been shooting off them fireworks, you know, you've been swimming, you've been partying, Absolutely. grilling some hot dogs, hamburgers, mm-hmm. you name it. You might want to, you know, crack a beer and crack a movie. Absolutely. So today, I'm going to give y'all a little review of The Forever Purge. Ooh. And then we're going to give you our top five movies that will just get you in the spirit. Yeah. Now, they may not necessarily all be like America yeah, movies. They might not. But we think they're fitting for, you know, yeah. today. And we'll explain our, our reasoning. Oh, of course. But, you know, Trey, speaking of cracking beers... So, I was trying to do something silly, and Trey was like, nah, we gotta go with something red-blooded American. I mean... So, we got Pabst Blue Ribbon. I mean, year-round, they got a red, white, and blue can. They got seltzers. They got hard teas. They got hard coffees. We just went with the straight-up original. I mean, guys, let's be honest here. PBRs, they're, they're not very drinkable, okay? They're not very tasty, but... There's just something about them that we love. I'll give you this. So, flavor-wise, I will never say PBRs. It's like one of my top beers. <laughs> However, y'all know me. Yeah. I'm not big on IPAs. Right. I'm not big on hops. Right. The hop count is very low on this. Oh, yeah. So, to me, this is a very drinkable beer. Oh, yeah. It is. It is. You're right. I mean... And, you know, it's not something I'm going to drink every week, but, you know, it's 4th of July. Look, what the who? Let me tell you. I don't care if you're 15 or 16. You go into a store, you say you want some Pabst Blue Ribbon, and they ask for your ID. You say, you don't check my ID, you check my state. Because I live in America, and this is American beer. That that sentence didn't even make sense. (laughs) I'm like, genuinely... You should not get carded to drink a Pabst Blue Ribbon, okay? I mean, I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. (laughs) We at A Toast to Film do not endorse Trey's opinion. (laughs) Trey's a, you know, he's a renegade, guys. Uh, you know, that's all I'm saying. But anyway, but anyway, let's dive in. Let's dive right in. And guys, you know, this isn't going to be a all-day affair with this Forever Purge review, but I just wanted to go ahead and do it. I saw it after a big day mm-hmm. for myself, you know, so y'all hear about that whenever the thing I may have been in comes mm-hmm. out, you know, I'll give y'all the dish on that. Because, you know, legally I have to wait till mm-hmm. it comes out. But I was like, you know what? I'm just on such a high. I can't go home. Yeah. I mean, hell, it's a two-hour drive home. Exactly. Why right. am I going to rush that? Absolutely. So I went and saw The Forever Purge. You know, man, I got to say, I've been real skeptical about this. I've been hearing a lot of mixed reviews. So you're going to get a kind of mixed review from me. Okay. Because I can see why some people. So 
you know, these Purge movies, they always have kind of been heavy-handed with social messages. This one's no different. But if you go by action, okay, this movie has a lot of action. Which I do like action. So it starts out, and you kind of get this group. Like, you have um, these gentlemen who, um, they're here from Mexico, and they're ranch hands. You get the, you know, rich, affluent family they work for. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of like pre-purge. Right. So then, you know, the purge happens. I mean, all this is maybe like 15 minutes. Like, open in 15 minutes. Yeah. Where you get pre-purge, purge. Now the purge is over. Sirens go off. And so everybody's about supposed to go back to normal. Mm. So people are going back to normal. You know, all these affluent people, they've opened their shutters, you know, from where they were just hiding in their safe houses, you know. Yeah. And then, you know, about, you know, quarter, third of the population are these, you know, zealots who decide... Why am I going to stop just because you played a siren? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to keep killing. And that makes sense. You yeah. know, the writing in this makes sense because there are going to be those that once you give them something, you give them an inch, a lot of people take a mile. Yeah, and so with this one, you know, they have this radical group where they want to cleanse America. Mm. So they want to get rid of anyone that does not have white skin. Oh, man. And they also um, want to get rid of anyone who aids those mm. without white skin. Gotcha. So basically just a bunch of, you know, Charlotte guys with a, with a what was it, the tiki torches? <laughs> yeah. You know, and their little pop collars. <laughs> exactly. Imagine them, but kind of meth head looking yeah. folks. Yeah. And just like, just the worst kind of people. Right. So... And see, with that, I was very mixed. Because some of the characters, like you have this one character, bald head, got a swastika tattoo on his face, mm-hmm. he, but he's like tweaking out, and he's like, let me kill! Like, he made sense, though. Yeah. Because like he has such a bloodlust. Yeah, exactly. But then you got this one guy who's like a leader of one of these groups of like these bad folks that want to exterminate, you know, innocent people. And he was so poorly written. Oh, like, man. you want to talk about flat? He was, and he's one of the lead villains. Completely flat. Wow. But as for your main characters, they had hints of flatness, but they at least made me care about them enough yeah. where it kept me invested. I got you. And I'll say this the action is wild. Like, you see cities on fire, you see, you know, gunshots, machetes, you see blood, you see people being dragged down the street on motorcycles. Jesus. Like, it gets wild. And uh, eventually, like, the New Founding Fathers, for those who follow this series, they send in the military and National Reserve to all these uh, cities to try and, like, calm it down, because it's all over the United States. Yeah. So they're just like, we're going to start with the biggest cities. And then, like, the militia folks, like, start, like, bombing them and stuff. Just a wild movie, but overall, if you like this series, I, which I do, I will say this to me was better than I expected. Okay. To be, what, like the fifth or sixth in the series? Yeah, I think, no, it's the fifth, yeah. Fifth, yeah. And so, overall, if you like this series, I think you'll like this, personally. Where do you rank it? Because, as as we know, we got The Purge, The Purge Anarchy, 
we have election day, yeah. which is the third one. Then we have the first purge, and now we have the forever purge. See, I didn't like the first purge because mm. I thought it was such a good idea, but such a bad execution. Because wasn't that like supposed to be on an island? Yeah, it was like um, Long Island, Manhattan Island, somewhere, somewhere in which, New York. That made sense because we want to see where it's. But yeah, from. like the execution of the yeah. movie, I thought they struggled with a little bit. So I had actually put. God, it's tough. So, Anarchy is my number one. Mine too. And then Election Day for me. See, the original Purge is my number two. See, my dad thinks the original Purge is the best out of any of them. I would put that as my second. I'd put... I'd put Election Day as my third just because it still has Frank Grillo. Yeah. And then this one, it's tough because I think the writing was better in the first purge even though the movie itself was badly executed yeah 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 because it was scarier and it made yeah. sense i love this villains. one like has a bunch of action and stuff even though the writing's not as good so i'd kind of put those as a tie okay. like i don't dislike either one but they're just not the strongest to me yeah i will tell you this for anyone who's interested the purge tv series is better than any of the movies i will say this the purge tv series is better than any of the movies combined that's insane. Because they focus solely on the writing. See, and they that's give big. You, because like each season's ten episodes. Yeah. Set during one is, night. And of is the it purge. still going? Uh, I don't know. They did season two, but I hadn't heard anything. Okay. Because you know how quick they are to cancel yeah, shows. Yeah, exactly. But I'm telling you, if you can watch it, Purge TV series, amazing. They have a Frank Grillo like character oh, who actually doesn't want to participate, but he and. There's a cool twist where he's exempt, and like somebody like goes to kill him, and then they're like, "Do you know who that is?" And they say his name, and they're like, "Oh my god, I'm sorry." That's so it's almost like a John Wick situation, except they have such respect for this one person that he's exempt on Purge Night. That's insane. Except for only like a couple of like the vilest of the vile. Was he military or government? Like, he's a former cop. Mm, okay, all right. That's but, all I need to know. But just so, the first purge. I'm going to be generous and give it a three point five, mm -hmm. just because I went into it with low expectations. It gave me some cool action. It had some better ideas than I expected. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't. You know, know when I'd rewatch this one personally because oh, I would yeah. just throw on Anarchy. Yeah, same. Or the TV series. Anarchy was so good. But overall, you know, not terrible. But let's get into the list. And before we get into the list, I told Trey, I want to lead this week. Lead all you because, want. Because, you know, boy. I want to I wanna give y'all some stuffs. So, first, let me throw out a couple of little honorable mentions. One of them, Spencer. The little baby, mm -hmm. you know, mention all the time, Trey's oh, girl. Yeah. She wanted us to mention Legally Blonde 2, Red, right. White, and Blue, which I'll admit, hilarious movie. Oh, yeah. I love the Legally Blonde movies, and I'm not ashamed to say that. Oh, so. no, man. They're great movies. And then, also, I want to throw out um, In the Heights. Yeah. You wouldn't think about it, but it's about immigrants who want that American dream. Mm -hmm. And it's such a celebration movie, and there's fireworks, and yeah. I just think you want something fun, you know, that you can really enjoy. I think In the Heights could be something later. 
I'm sorry if y'all hear my dog. He's just, <laughs> he's so far away that I don't feel like getting up to shut him up. <laughs> Little Jojo Betzler. He's happy on 4th of July, you know what I mean? He's like, happy 4th of July. <laughs> but, all right, so let me tell you my top five. Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all, I know for a fact, Jeff, shut up. <laughs> Jerfy Choo Choo just blowing up my phone. I'm telling you. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all, I know Trey very well. So I can guarantee you, one mm-hmm. for certain movie that's 100. gonna be the same. Oh yeah. And then one I think also will be the same. But okay. we'll get into that. Yeah. So my number five, Trey, you want something, you know, about just happiness. You want something about joy, right? Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, you're celebrating. You might have your family with you. Right. So I'm starting with that. Okay. The sandlot. Bro, I was so close to putting that one on my list. You want a movie about a bunch of kids just loving their life, yeah. playing baseball, swimming, mm-hmm. you know, pull, pulling a, a Me Too on one of the lifeguards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, some inappropriate kissing, even yeah. though it's the funniest scene. Oh, it really is. But just, just such a sweet movie, such a good movie. And it also has like a good message, you know, at the end about not judging. Yeah. Because that... Because, you know, the neighbor, which wasn't yeah. it James Earl Jones? James Earl Jones. Mufasa, yeah. Vader, you know. But just, Sandlot is such a good-spirited movie. It really is. And man. just really fun. So let's get into something not as good-spirited, okay. but still fun. Okay. You want to talk about, you You like John Wick because it's a revenge movie. Love John Wick. To me, one of the all-time revenge movies is The Patriot. Oh, baby. I mean, when most of your children get killed... And the whole movie is you, like, I didn't even want to fight in this revolution, but I'm going to just because I'm going to find that SOB, and I'm going to cut his head off. The Patriot, one of the best movies of all time. And dude, that villain, I'm, I'm, I'm sad I'm blanking on the actor. I can't think of his name either. But he, uh, he but, was Malfoy's daddy. Yeah. Oh, and, um, something Isaac. Oh, yeah, um, I can't remember, but. We'll figure it out. Jason Isaacs? Yes, Jason yeah. Isaacs. Yeah, but that dude, I mean, he's just a good villain. He is. He has the. He has the. You know what it is? It's his eyes. Yeah, and the way he can speak. Yeah, because he can speak so like a mix of condescending. Yeah. and scary. Yeah. Like, if you don't do what I say, your whole family is gonna die. Oh, I know. I he is such a good and, actor. And the Patriot, I mean, to me, it tops Lucius Malfoy. Yeah, because he is just vile to the core. I exactly. mean, he's literally killing children. Yeah, and Mel Gibson. You know, say what you will about Mel Gibson, but I love if Mel you, Gibson. Well, I'm just saying. You yeah. know, I know some people don't like yeah. him, but take that out of it. Judge the movie by the movie. Just a great movie, fun movie, great battle scene at the end, and just. Bloody good time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, number three, and it pained me not to put this higher, but I'll explain myself. Okay. okay? Number three. So, this one is one of the only two movies on my list that actually take place on the 4th of July, and that's Jaws. Mm. 
You remember? Yes, it is. It, it is. takes place. It does on Fourth of July because they said that because um, the mayor, the mayor, yeah, yeah, he didn't want to stop the Fourth of July because the money it brings and in. the festivities. Exactly. Oh my but, god! So y'all know Jaws in my top three movies of all time. Yeah, I think it is a perfect film. I think there's nothing you could change about that movie to make it better. And funny thing about Jaws, if you watched it backwards. It's a sweet story of a shark giving disabled people their limbs back. He's so dumb. <laughs> He's so dumb. But Jaws is just an incredible movie. It takes place on 4th of July, which makes it fun. But to me, the only reason it's at number three mm-hmm. is I watch this movie all the time. Yeah. I literally watch it every time I go to Florida. Because, you know, just, we live in Georgia, so Florida's right there. It's just such a good movie, buddy. And I like, just I just want to watch it at the beach. Yeah. And so that's why I don't watch it every 4th of July. But a great movie. Yeah. So at number two is Hamilton. Ah, very good. You want a movie where you get history. You get songs. Yeah. You get laughs. Yeah. You get heartbreak. Mm-hmm. You get just a good old American time. Absolutely. Hamilton. I agree. One of the most incredible things I'd ever witnessed. Yeah. And just A+. plus. But Trey, you know what number one has to be. Uh, it, it has to be. Anyone, so I'm born 89, Trey's mm-hmm. born 90. Yep. If you grew up in the 90s, mm-hmm. and you... When they say 4th of July, oh yeah, you do not say Independence Day is your number one. Totally agree. You're lying. You're either lying or you had a very unfortunate childhood. I, I totally agree with that. Because, I mean, one of the greatest speeches in cinema history. I honestly don't know if it can be topped. There's a few that come close to me. Yeah. Like, um, I always tell people, Al Pacino's Sin of a Woman. Oh. That one, to me, tops this. But... This one is just so iconic. Yeah. It just, it hits you. He's just like... Only thing that ever, and it's not a speech, it was a letter, that would top it for me was Woody Harrelson's letter and Three Billboards. Oh, yeah. That... That one, ooh. That is a tear oh, we can't. we can't talk about that. I know, man. That one hurts, man. But that one hurts. Back, back to the good. Independence Day. I mean, you got Will Smith being his best ever. You know, with great lines like, welcome to Earth. Yeah. I, I don't care what anyone tells me. He did not say Earth. There is no TH in that sentence. Earth. It's welcome to Earth. Welcome to the Nerf Earth, baby. And then you got Jeff Goldblum being, you know, his witty self with great lines. Yeah. Like when he reaches the Coke cans out of the trash can and says, yeah. my God in heaven. <laughs> and you just got just such a great cast of characters. Yeah. President Whitmore, Bill Pullman. As President Whitmore, I mean, that's the president we need in the U.S. He he did such a good job that it was hard for me to view other actors as presidents yeah. for a long time because he was the president. Like, he... And because he's got that, like, JFK young swag yes, to yes. it. Yes, But, you know, you see but him with his... He also knows that authority. He's Yeah, and you see him with his daughter. and yeah. But when he hits that speech and he's like, look... We can't keep being petty. Like, we gotta come together, one world, yeah. get these aliens, it's on. Yeah, exactly. And just, it hits you. Today, we celebrate our... Oh, dude, I got chills. Look, I'm telling you, man, I know, dude, I know. Just such a great speech. But Trey, (laughs) go ahead and tell us your list. Well, buddy, 
Great list, by the way. Thank you. All of those are solid. And I and I'm really happy you put some of those on because they're not on mine, but I wanted them to be on my list. So perfect, perfect. Okay. So I had two honorable mentions, okay? Okay. Number one, Shanghai Nights. <laughs> because I don't know what it is. I love the Shanghai movies. Well, dude, it's got comedy. It's got action. Exactly. And two great leads that we yeah. both love. And I don't know what it is, but that clock tower scene at the end of yeah. Shanghai Nights and the fireworks are going off, it just feels 4th of July to the me. The sequel to Shanghai Noon. Yes. Which, I mean, is ama- even two better. of the funniest movies. Exactly. Just Owen Wilson, Jackie Chan. Just two people you didn't know could be such good buddy cop chemistry. Like when you see... I mean, Jackie Chan's just perfect with people. Like yeah. with, when he was with Chris Tucker. Oh, man. Yes. Rush and Hour. Rush Hour, dude. Absolutely. Dude, solid choice. What's the uh, other honorable mention? True Grit. Okay. And the reason why I say that is because... Which True Grit? The remake. Oh, with Jeff Bridges. Yes. And okay. let me go ahead and tell you. I think... Um, oh, my God. Why am I blanking on the original cowboy? Um, John Wayne. John Wayne. He need to hand over that Oscar to Jeb Bridges because Rooster J. Cogburn. He Jeb Bridges nailed that role. Yeah, you had some of the best actors in that one too. Yeah, man. um, you had Matt Damon. Why am I blinking on her name? Because um, she blew up after Haley Atwood. Haley Adams. Haley Steinfeld. Steinfeld. Yeah, there's yeah. so many Haley's. Jeez. Yeah, I know. And then you also had Josh Brolin. Yeah, and I mean, there's just so many good ones. Great in that. movie. And the reason why I put that one in there is because it made me think of the original. And what's more American than Westerns? Yeah, and I'm not one to like Westerns that often, but a lot of times I like modern remakes yes. just because they amp up the action. Yes. They amp up the pace because yes. a lot of the older Westerns, I have an issue with pacing. Yeah. So like the new Magnificent Seven, I love. Yes. The re- 310 to Yuma remake. 310 to Yuma was amazing. True Grit, I like. Yeah. So, dude, solid, solid. Yeah. So, you know, it's just like I was thinking... When I think of patriotic, when I think of 4th of July, I think of westerns. Dude, that, so, that didn't even cross my mind, but that's a solid yeah, choice. I had to add it to it, man. But at number five, okay? At number five, and you're going to be surprised on this one. The first Captain America. I mean, I'm not surprised. But you know I'm not big on the first one. But if you want to talk about a good 4th of July movie, exactly. that to me is better than... The other one, because it feels... More American, the other ones feel more yeah. superhero. Yeah. So I had to go with the first Avenger Captain America, and I can't think of America without Captain America's ass. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> so. Well, and the first one, like, say what you will about it. I personally love the first one. Mm. I just, I like the action. I love Haley Atwell. Speaking yes. of Haley's. Mm. And, dude, I just love that scene where he's sitting there um, with the doctor, played by the brilliant Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Stanley Tucci. God amongst men. Oh, yeah. Him and Alan Tudyk, man. They can be anything. Yeah, they're amazing. Oh, my God. We need them in a movie. Playing each other. Oh, my God. I would pay to see that. But me too. I love the scene where they're sitting, and he's like, why'd you pick me? And he's like, because a good man who's never known strength will become a great man. Mm-hmm. A bad man will become a worse man. Mm-hmm. It amplifies whatever's in your heart. It reminds me of Seven Pounds oh, when Will okay. Smith is Try talking. Try bringing all these sad movies. Uh, you remember when Will Smith was talking to the hockey coach? Yeah. And the hockey coach oh. was in the bed and he said, why me? And he said, because you were good when no one was looking. 
Oh. You know? Dude, and that's what gets dude, me, Dude, I just got chills. I know, man. I know. And so, that you know, that has to be my number five. You know, throw in yeah. some America on there. At number four, National Treasure. Dude, you have no idea how close I was <laughs> to putting that movie. You know, to me... But I was hoping you would. So, a couple reasons. One... That's when Nick Cage was still in his prime, in his oh, heights. Dude, look, people can say what they want about Nick Cage. That was good acting. Yeah, that, I don't care what anyone says. That was Nick Cage at one of his finest. And it was just a good. When I think of Fourth of July, I also think of Family. And that's a good family film. Yeah. You know, it's fun, it's an adventure, and it's. The Declaration—it's got Independence written all over it. You I'm know what I mean? Have a three-way with the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> <laughs> but at number three, the Patriot, because let me tell you what—is all the reasons that he said, plus one of the best grounded revenge stories of all time. Oh, and dude! Let me tell you, it's just—I could watch that movie over and over and over. Yeah. I mean, seriously, like it. I, in fact, I could watch that tonight, Eddie. I could watch that tonight. I'm just saying. It may be packed in my car. That's what I'm talking about, dude. Did you really pack it? I really did. Okay, because I really might want to watch it tonight. And I also packed, uh, you know, I packed uh, Independence Day, of course. Yes. And I packed both piranhas. Oh, wow. Lake okay. Placid. <laughs> okay, I got you. Well, um, well, at number two, and let me tell you. This one was tough. Yeah. Because you already know one of them. Yeah. But I had to figure, for whatever reason, I was like, which one should go at number one, which one should go at number two? Because this one, this one hurt me. I'm going to go in and say my number one now. Okay. Okay. Because my number one is Independence Day. Dude, I'm telling you. Because it just, it has to be. It has to be. Dude, and also, like, so, I don't know how many people will get this reference, because, you know, some people you know, didn't have cable growing up. Yeah. You know, some people are younger who might listen. Some yeah. people are much older. But, Trey, back me up on this. Independence Day was always on either TNT or TBS. Oh, yeah. Like, or USA. Or USA. Sci-fi, like, You could never not find it on TV. Like, always. in the early 2000s, late oh, 90s. absolutely. And... There's just something about that movie. Dude, I, I just they I just did, rewatched it last night. I mean, we're talking we talk about Buddy Cop. Yeah. I mean, Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith, yeah. are you kidding me? And then you still had other iconic roles yeah. like Bill Pullman on the other side. Mm-hmm. Even the Secret Service guy was really good. That was Oh yeah, who's always a Secret Service yeah, guy? Exactly. Exactly. But um at number two, okay? Cause Eddie I knew Independence Day deserved to be number one, but I wanted to put my number two at number one because I don't know what it is. I love this movie so much. I find myself watching it around this time all the time, and that is Miracle. I can get that, though, because I was was thinking about that. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I went with The Sandlot because I wanted to have one sports movie. Yeah. But, dude, Miracle, Kurt Russell. Oh, my God. Young Kurt Russell. Yeah. We're talking in 1980s. Yeah. And played by actors that play hockey. Yeah. You know, like, this was footage that was shot as real as can be. And, obviously, America, you know. But that story, that movie, one of the best sports movies, to me, of all time. And it gets no recognition because hockey doesn't get a lot of recognition. That's true. 
you know, hockey is not like I'm a huge hockey fan I personally. Love hockey, man. Even though like I'm still salty about the Thrashers. Oh yeah. But you know, I know that's not their fault. Yeah. But dude, I love some hockey. We have a team, you know. I mean, on and off, we have a team. Yeah, seriously. The Cotton Mouse. Yeah. Go boom, boom, Bouchard. <laughs> but, uh, but, dude, Miracle, great movie mm. based on a true story mm-hmm. about when no one thought a U.S. team could win hockey. Against Russia, who yeah. had won it so many years in a well, row. even Canada. Yeah. Like, all these places that are known for ice. Yeah, but especially in that movie, because yeah. Russia was the, the heavy hitter, yeah. you know. And you know what's interesting? Neither one of us put Rocky. And I thought one of us would. See, because Rocky, to me, I see as an action movie. Yeah. Like, I don't... Sort of like, you know, football movies. Like, yeah. I was thinking, like, it's 4th of July. Right. I just grilled some hot dogs, hung out on the river. Right. What do I want to do? Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, man, I think we've had some solid lists. But Dude, solid, solid lists. List. But, you know, if you want to tell us... What your movies, you know, you would like to watch around this time of year. Maybe right. we missed something. Right. You want to tell us what you liked, what you didn't. Mm-hmm. You can do this so many ways. You can go to Twitter, at film underscore toast. Yep. You can go to Facebook.com slash toast to film. That's right. number two. You can go for Instagram, a toast to film, all one word. Woo! Or you can email us directly at bingingandbrewing at gmail.com. And from Trey and myself, we just wish you good night. And happy 4th of July. Happy 4th, everybody.